Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Do you guys do the kissing people thing on New Year's Eve? Oh, and as you know, I don't really do the kissing people much generally. So. <laughs> Yeah, but I would have thought this would be a good opportunity because people can... Yeah. Lob the gob. No, sorry. Lob the gob on Andy You Mary. just made me sound like a predator. <laughs> no! Like, oh, there's free kisses tonight. <laughs> yeah, but people, people would feel sorry for you. People always feel sorry for me. They don't kiss me. <laughs> He's in bed by 11. Welcome to Legitimate Lice, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we take a look at whether they're really worth the hype. They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host Will. Hi, Will. Hello, Hugh. It's the end of the year. It is. It's, it's been an exciting year. It's the year in which Legitimate Likes was born. Yeah. So is this the end? That year comes to an end. Do we die? Is that how? Yeah. I think we have to start a new podcast next year. Okay, what's what's your idea? Give me your first idea for our new podcast. Illegitimate children. Uh, we rate illegitimate children and see which one's the best. Yeah, will we call it that? Or I think so. I don't. I don't think we're going to beat that. No. The bast no. cast, like bastard cast. <laughs> the pod bast, pod bastards. Pod bast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, pod bast. Um, we'll we'll punch up in post. Yeah, as always. That's <laughs> a large part of our podcast happens in post. I feel. But the year's coming to an end. But what's not coming to an end is our friendship with with uh, someone called Connor. That's an intro, right? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a bad segue. I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, Connor. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Speaking I... of bastards. Hey, Connor. There you there go. There you go. There you go. Uh, I do think the Bastcast may get a lot of fishermen first time around. And then they very so? quickly will mm. fade away, except for the ones that are either responsible for or turn out to be illegitimate children. Do you think it would be a podcast for for people who are involved with that or people who are interested from the sidelines in uh, children born out of wedlock? Yeah, I think they're, they're definitely... I mean, would you call them fanciers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you could. <laughs> yeah, you definitely could. Uh, Connor, what have you been up to since, since your last um, visit to the yeah. podcast? I've cooked a very large Christmas meal for my family. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Did you argue with anyone in a kitchen? Everyone, everyone. So uh, no one is allowed to put anything down that I have not pre, pre, you know, previously sanctioned. Like so, so like anything that's coming into the house, presents or you know, chocolate or confectionery or anything else, uh, it all needs to stay in literally any of the other rooms in the house while I'm doing dinner. And yet everything, everything that comes into the house will make its way into the path of maybe me having too thin a tea towel as I'm taking something hot from the oven, mm-hmm. looking for space and realizing that I'm about to put it down on nine Terry's chocolate oranges. Mm, that does sound more like your fault than Terry's, but like I, I, it's crucially it's a number of people who 
remain nameless, but all of the same name as me. That's why Connor's Christmas turkey ended up being stuffed with a variety of Miniature Heroes quality street roses. It works. Yeah, delicious, <laughs> creamy, chocolatey flavor. Yeah, yeah. W- wing and teaser. <laughs> uh, how's it, how have your years been? This is the end of the, the year of our Lord 2021. I was about to say 2020, but that finished a year ago. Yeah, yeah. It's 2021, isn't it? You missed it? that one there. Yeah. Really. Um, I mean, everyone's kind of been like, oh, it's been another rubbish year. And I guess, I mean, I put on a voice for that, but they are probably right. Like, <laughs> oh, it's been such a rubbish year, the global pandemic. So many people are dying. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I uh, feel I haven't done anything very exciting. Taught some kids, got some COVID, baked some bread. That's about it. Recorded some podcasts. Yeah. Connor, what's the most exciting thing you did this year? Uh, oh, I think my month-long sojourn to San Sebastian mm. was definitely the, the escape. That, uh, went and lived in Spain. Yeah, exactly. Saw what life could be. Saw what life could be. I, I could be a five-foot-nothing Spanish man in the 60s sitting on a street every day for presumably decades. Yeah. Well, no, you couldn't be in his, in your 60s for decades. You Maybe one decade you could be in your 60s. Oh, yeah, I mean... And yet, that's the fantasy, Will. Oh, so you want to be perpetually 60? I'm 60 for 40 years. Can you tell us, Connor, when are you turning 33? Well, you. I feel like uh, stars in your eyes. Mm. Uh, Tonight, (laughs) I will be uh, on the 31st of December. Hold on. So that's either... Is that today? (laughs) Is that the day we're recording it? So Connor turned... <laughs> it's coming out on you, isn't it? Guys, this is a nightmare. This is like the guns and lost. How did you fight you? <laughs> who knew who had a gun when? You know? It's your birthday now. It's yeah, your birthday. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Hey, happy birthday, Thanks Connor. Happy birthday, Connor. Whoa. What time were you born? Four in the afternoon. Ah, oh, we're still okay then. Yeah. We're recording this before four in the afternoon. Mm. So you haven't quite ticked over. Were you always due to be a New Year's baby? Were you always due to be born on the 31st? I think I was probably due on the something like twenty seventh to twenty eighth. So I think they knew it was going to be a post Christmas situation, and then it went longer again. But you nearly pushed your way into a whole new year. Yeah, yeah, and I think I'm not sure if I've done myself a disservice by 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 popping out just that bit early because I think it always meant I was the just the wrong time for, you know, the age for teams and the age for like I think. I was going to say it's not very helpful. Like, isn't there? Isn't there like some style of a professional? Connor, I'm sorry to interrupt, but if that's the reason you're trying to allege you weren't put on sports teams, <laughs> I, 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 you write a book about the the sports hero you never were. Yeah, exactly. You know, quirk in the calendar. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I can't believe that that's the way Anya's brought herself into the podcast. We really are entering a new era of legitimate likes. Usually, mm. we bring the producer in, but the producer has produced herself into the podcast. Well, guys, I. I saw where this was going, and it it, it, it was like a death spiral. So yeah, time out, time out, time out. Connor wouldn't understand that time out symbol you did because that's sports. Uh, Anya, that's you're you're making a T symbol with your hands. That's actually what some children in primary school use to let their teacher know that they need to go to the toilet. Is it? Yeah, which I. Absolutely refuse allowing any of my students to ever do. I say you are so able to they're just all just so pissing themselves throughout your yeah. lesson. So, so talk me through that. So, so it's a still, child would be sitting at their desk, and then, then, like, apropos of nothing, as far as you're concerned, obviously for them, they're feeling the bladder fill. But <laughs> okay, yeah. first of all, I'm going to stop you there. No, and they just like are like no. Twenty percent of the time, they're feeling the bladder fill. Eighty percent right. of the time, they just want a little wonder, a little break from class. Oh yeah, fair and, enough. But I think a lot of teachers don't like being interrupted, and so therefore they ask children to make this T sign with their hands, but it infuriates me nearly as much as when children say, can I go toilet? Which suggests that they're going to do it right there in the classroom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, I hate being called teacher. They're yeah. in my uh, couple of. I like. Days. I like the. I like the phrase "teacher can I go toilet." Actually, sounds like they're sort of a um, an Elizabethan lady looking to sit down at a dresser and sort of make up their face. You're like, yeah. I was out toilet yesterday. And uh, I have the names <laughs> do the things to me that they do. Well, guys, I am conscious that it's New Year's Eve, and I'm sure you have a glittery array of social occasions to, to get to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, the go, dripping. Go, go downstairs and hang out with my parents, yeah. My bed by nine o'clock. I think we're here to discuss what's known as Hogmanay Sylvester New Year's Eve. Uh, my name's Hogmanay Sylvester. <laughs> Thank you for having me. 
Does anybody know where Sylvester is, is celebrated? I'm celebrated all over is the it, world. Like Bulgaria or Georgia or somewhere. No, it's Germany. Germany, that's what they call yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think this is a real love or hate uh, uh, hot button issue. Um, and I think I guess we'll 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 get going with a, with a little quiz. Love it. Uh, question one: Which movie opens with the line? It all began on New Year's Day in my thirty-second year of being single. Once again, I found myself on my own and going to my mother's annual turkey curry buffet. Every year she tries to fix me up with some bushy-haired middle-aged boar and I feared this year would be no exception. Schindler's List. <laughs> that movie took a turn, didn't it? <laughs> it did, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Bridget Jones, isn't it? It is. And the second part of this question is, what novel, obviously other than the Bridget Jones novel, what, 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 what novel was the movie based on? Pride and Prejudice, isn't it? Yeah, very good. I haven't seen it or read any of the Bridget Jones. Does the Bridget Jones book begin with the same? Um, it, the Bridget Jones book, all they all start as diary entry, so it'll be like weight one hundred and thirty pounds, cigarettes seventeen, calories one hundred. But a, a lot of women have said that this was the start of disordered eating for them because the whole central thread is that Bridget Jones is like documentary fat. But she's like 130 pounds, which is what, like right. under 10, yeah, 10 like stone? Nine stone. <laughs> and I remember reading it like maybe, you know, when I was 14 or 15. And honestly, it has, it has so much to answer for as a, <laughs> as, a, uh, yeah, as a book. So, yeah, there you go. Okay, <laughs> so which political movement was the U2 song New Year's Day about? Oh. Uh, Connor, I feel, I expect you to know this. Um, yeah, I'll leave it up to you two. I don't know, you two, you two, you two, because I also, because we're so much younger than the core audience of you two, you two always has like a bang of the Berlin Wall about it for me. Um, and I think also just knowing they're huge in Germany. Mm. Um, so either it's about Perestroika or Solidarność or whatever, it's about Solidarity or something, or it's about full Berlin Wall. Or something. Okay. Well, I'll give I'll give you a, a quote from the song. So, under a blood red sky, a crowd. And tonight, got... thank God, is them instead of you. I'm gonna try and do that on every episode of the podcast from now on. That's two in a row. Great. Arms entwined, the chosen few. The newspaper says says say it's true, it's true, and we can break through. Though torn in two, we can be one. Um, Connor, do you wanna do you wanna take a punt there? You had a few suggestions. Germany or yeah, is it? Is it unifying Germany or is it? Uh, is it uh, is it uh, unifying Ireland? Uh, Connor, you actually mentioned that there a minute ago. You're right. It was the Polish solidarity. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. So our our last question. Uh, what does "Old Lang Syne" mean? Oh, terrible oh. song. Great question. I have no idea. <laughs> Old, Old Lang Syne. Old Lang Syne. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Why don't you feel free is to it... give me some points there? Um, oh, old long time. Uh, well, so there's no direct translation, obviously, but uh, oh, there great is. Question, like a, uh... <laughs> yeah, obviously. Why would there be? Uh, so no, nobody knows. Nobody knows. There's there's no, no, you don't. You don't know. Is it is it is it Scots Gaelic or what is it? I I don't know. Robert yeah, Burns. No one knows. What did he? Robbie Burns. He... Is it Robbie Burns? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. This is a Robbie Burns poem, yeah. Is that is that Scott Scalic? Yeah. Or is it Burns Burns Burnsy? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, old anxiety means for old times' sake. Oh, there you go. But it doesn't actually. Uh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, New Year's Eve um, Connor you obviously have a special interest in it but do you want to set out uh, some opening statements guys do you want to let Connor go first or do you want to let him choose uh, New Year's Eve is shite <laughs> and oh, Jesus. it's it's just it's such a damn squib of an event that has 365 or 364 days of build up then you get there and then it's like build, 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 count and count and count and, and then everyone's like, oh, it's the new year, we're done, like, move on, mentally and everything else. So it's a very strange, like, you get to luxuriate in Christmas, 
or in Thanksgiving if you're in the States, or you know, you sort of luxuriate in whatever that day is, uh, or or an Easter Sunday if you're that in that way inclined. Mm. Whereas like New Year's Eve, it's all about the anticipation of the arrival of the thing that negates it. And it's a moment, and that's very interesting. You know what I mean? Like, like it's all about that's the anticipation. That's not interesting. Of, that's a big old load of horse crap. Uh, I think that's as valid a reason as any to to loathe it. Um, I do like. Also, it's very proximate to Christmas, and it just means that. Uh, personally, I don't take other people's birthdays seriously as something worth celebrating because I'm like whichever get over yourself, you narcissistic prick. Uh, and that's only because that's only because obviously everyone's like you're already at something and you go they go oh it's actually Connor's birthday and you're like oh yeah it is yeah yeah and they're like oh cool good for you happy new year rather than in June when you're like you're like it's actually my birthday so I've taken off four days to like celebrate birthday week and you're like viewers you can't see but I'm giving an awful lot of two fingers gestures there um, do you ever worry that it's more about um your personality and who you are that people don't care to celebrate it yeah i mean i think, and I think that's really that's really the worst thing about getting into your 30s those sorts of yeah. conversations you know the problem might be you you know oh yeah like it just lands like a ton of bricks you yeah. raised an interesting point there connor about the concept of a birthday week and i have heard several people say this and i think in your 30s the concept of a birthday week or a birthday month month is criminal unacceptable yeah, criminal. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that after Christmas I could still hang out with three absolute Grinches. <laughs> what the heck is going on? It's a Sorry, joyful no, time. What I will say. What I will say is on the flip side, right? So to keep to keep it spicy and to keep my 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 ultimate my ultimate outcome still in 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 the mix is that as I moved from a child and a teenager, where you don't like. Obviously, as you get a little older in your teens, you, you get more flexibility and freedom to go to your own parties and stuff. But it was really in my early to mid-twenties that um, with the, like the post-college gang where, where the kind of a sort of a, a rhythm of like parties and stuff had settled, that there was an amazing run of parties on New Year's Eve with a, with a really big gang of people that just meant that actually I did a 180 on being like totally unimpressed with my birthday to being like, it's actually a fucking great night. Let's go. So yeah, I mean, it's look, it's it comes, it, it ebbs and it flows. But I thought I'd open hard just to really let you know what for a long time I thought. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, I have the biggest problem I have with what you said is that you describe New Year's Eve as something that the build up is three hundred and sixty four days <laughs> is the build up for it, and then you're talking about luxuriating in Christmas. How the hell are you luxuriating it? Luxuriating in it when? As far as you're concerned, that's still just part of the build-up to New Year's Eve. That's not how years work. That's not how it works. I We're not sitting here think, like... Yeah, if someone is building up to New Year's Eve from the 1st of January, fair. I think that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Maybe, I, maybe I've overstayed. Maybe, okay, maybe I'll go with... There's like three days of three days of build-up. <laughs> what do you mean? But like, what do you mean build-up? I just more mean... I more mean like... You, you, the next thing you have as like a, an event or a moment like in the way that you might be like there's a wedding on next weekend so you're like okay cool that's the next like milestone and then when you get there it's a totally unremarkable day because it could be a fucking Tuesday like it's a rally that's just life and then, yeah sure but I, but I mean I was asked for my view about this piece of life and it's wrong Will what do you think about yours? oh I think nothing other than white hot rage at this stupid <laughs> idea essentially what we seem to be talking about is like oh stuff ends and sometimes when stuff ends there's another thing that happens yeah. what what are we talking about New Year's Eve is obviously great. Everyone loves complaining about it, and that's part of the fun. It's like, oh, I don't even know what to do. It's uh, everywhere sold out, and obviously going to like some crappy bar on New Year's Eve is bad. But I really like taking a moment to be like, this is the end. This marks the death of the year, and then this is the start of another year. And I don't think New Year's is different to any other night where it's like, oh, we don't get to luxuriate. Shut up. But, but well, like the the year ending and the year starting is part of your festival of personal misery that is running barefoot through Hyde Park or whatever it is you do. Like, you know, like it's, it's on you, you know what I mean? It's on you. Uh, Hugh, uh, what, are you, what are you thinking? Uh, what I'm thinking is I just want to sit and watch this for the next hour. <laughs> this is more entertaining than any New Year's party I've ever been to. I feel like they could start kissing at any second. Oh yeah, I mean the, yeah, the like energy is it, there. The know? energy is white hot. It's like they say, like <laughs> love and hate are both just you know two sides of the same passionate coin, <laughs> and that's the coin that Will and Gunner are dealing in tonight. 
Uh, I don't care about New Year's Eve at all. Uh, I will be going to bed at uh, yeah quarter past ten. So. Oh, do you know what? I hate that even more. Yeah, no, I must say, I must say, I really don't. I don't have any time for that either. You are a bit of a joyless Grinch. <laughs> no, but like so I just far, don't, all I just, three of you waiting like. If there's really some, I've actually spent a few New Year's Eves with Will, and we've had a very pleasant time. But that's when, you know, like you're occasionally at these things, and you're just like, or even just in someone's house, and it's just like, oh well, yeah, it's it's half nine, and I uh, get out another bag of crisps or do another <laughs> play another game or something. It's like match another bag of crisps into the car. Like, I just please. don't want to like, and like, what am I waiting for? You know, what am I waiting for? Why do, do I you think maybe to... the problem is you've all just been to really bad parties yeah. where what, it's just yeah. you see Christmas. Christmas. a good party. There's isn't a common a good variable in those parties because it's New Year's Eve. If you're at a good party, it's a good party, and you don't care. And you probably miss New Year's Eve because you're having such a good time. I believe mm. at parties, but like, <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. I suppose. I suppose having uh, been around for 34 and a bit years now, I just have great confidence that the 1st of January will come along once again and doesn't need me there to watch it. Uh, so I'll just, uh, I'll just re-record the intro um, just because I think we're going to need to. Uh, welcome to Nihilism Now. <laughs> Let's talk about how much we hate everything and how there's no meaning to anything. I'll tell uh, you what. I'm Will and I'm joined by a bunch of Grinches. I was well, so, no, Will, like, obviously the, as I said, the flip side of my very strident belief that it's you know deeply unremarkable just like you yeah. is that there is the, there is the huge <laughs> there is the huge potential for a great night and uh i've been at many great parties and as a result there is something maybe in a way as well there is there something about the fact that like it's one of the few sort of secular physics-based things we celebrate. <laughs> you know, it's like a weird, like as in, like, there's no, there's, are there other things, I don't know, are there other things? Like everything else is like, I suppose birthdays, birthdays as well would, would mark another thing, but it's nothing to do with religion as such. It's more like it is have, a... Have ever invited you to a solstice party? Well, that's, my, that's my thinking. Do you know what I mean? Like, Equinox. It's, like it's kind of, it is an interesting marker. Like, that do you think like, one of the problems is though that it's not at a, like if, if it was a solstice, solstice, solstice party in June, yeah. it would be sunny, but it's also at a, like, a deeply miserable time of the year. Well, and yeah. whatever about New Year's Eve, New Year's Day is kind of a sad, weird day because you know that work is around the corner yeah. and... You know, well, I wonder, uh, is it also, is it, to that point, is it also, like, the zero, you know, like, lore and culture around New Year's Eve? Like, it is just, it's a party, and it's it's the countdown, but it's not, like, like say, like, other festivals or other moments of celebration have some sort of, you know, other focus, whereas this is, to Will's point around nihilism now, like, this is the grinding and crushing reality of the movement of time, and we acknowledge it for one night only. <laughs> so would you prefer if it was like and then a little woodland nymph comes to every child's door <laughs> and leaves them a little bouquet of mistletoe yeah, and yeah or or, or 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 we all celebrated you know Zeus's ride in his chariot one final time you know uh, for, <laughs> you know what I mean or whatever like, something I, mean, you, I don't could, know. you could do that you could do that yeah I think yeah. I have <laughs> <laughs> you could start it you could start your own New Year's Eve tradition I think that's what I like about it it's just like that after Christmas it's a yeah there's a sadness about that time of year like it's winter everything's dying i think it's nice to mark off there's the end point of that and just because the next day is sad i don't think means that new year's eve is a bad concept see i i think that if i think i might maybe like connor like you know if there's going to be a good time to be had i'm all in so if someone said there's a big new year's and knees up i'm there no problems uh but i'm not really I wouldn't be, if I was just going to be home, I, I wouldn't be excited about it in any way. I, I think the thing is, like, oh, well, I hope, but at Christmas, you know, I imagine I'm always going to sort of say, okay, well, I want to do something for Christmas. I'm going to want to spend it with some people or I want to do whatever. Like, I'm not going to just ignore it or even for a birthday or something. Whereas at New Year's, yeah, if you're invited, something great. But, like, it, I would never be looking for something on New Year's Eve if I didn't have something in there. I'd just be like, grand, that's fine. So have you guys ever had any spectacularly bad New Year's Eve experiences? This is this is up there. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of the worst so far. Okay. Uh, can we can we all agree that Al Lang Syne is one of the worst songs ever? I like it. I no, like it's it. A great song. I, I like, like it. it. And I like to the, the the arm thing. And again, it's yeah. so dreary though. It's such a dreary song. 
to me it really signifies like it's it is like putting a bullet in Christmas. It is yeah. it is kind of like we all <laughs> yeah. have our fun, oh, but you're dragging the corpse of the ghost of Christmas present out into your garden and yeah, shooting yeah. it in the face. Do, 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 is it is it is it is that like one of those one of those songs that like was made popular by First World War or something? Is it like one of those things that like there was a moment when it didn't exist as a common you know, and then it or is it older than that? Yeah, I imagine it went from not existing to existing at some point. No, yeah. I, no, I know, but mm, I, 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 I wonder if it has a feature in a lot of TV or something like <laughs> and that's where we've we've had to filter down just from because it's definitely not an Irish thing, but we've all started to do it at things for some reason. Okay, I'll tell you here. What about uh, fireworks? I'm going to tell you about fireworks now, right? Fireworks are great. <laughs> fireworks are great. But do you have a blanket like, on from the waist down? For and about do you have a 40 cup of seconds. Fireworks are great for about 40 seconds, and you're like, all right, there it goes again. Yeah. So, so I, I, I think fireworks are like just the best. I think there's no scenario in which is not uplifted by some fireworks. And despite you know the Marvel expanded universe and like three D technology. I'm really glad you're not a hospice doctor, Connor. <laughs> I fear, I fear you would break the news. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Your, your final, your final, uh, your final methadone shot and sparklers. <laughs> He's got a week to live. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're putting you to sleep. Before I send you to hell, I will take you to heaven. <laughs> um, but. Uh, 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 I think the, the most the, like the one the one time where I was just like yeah this is fucking cool was sitting on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial on Thanksgiving not Thanksgiving Fourth of July with like the national fireworks going up on like the mall whatever and there like I like I presume poor old Kiev if it hasn't already been invaded by the state is going to experience something similar like there were staggeringly large explosions that you felt in your chest as they went off like it was. <laughs> It was so cool. <laughs> it was just like. <laughs> I, I live very close to a, a big wedding venue, and the, uh, one of their parts of their packages that they do fireworks. So almost every Friday and Saturday night, we get a full lavish fireworks display that we have we have front seats to, That's right. and it's it, it it is very cool. But pets hate it, and for that reason, yeah, fireworks are a no from me. There are no from me. Yeah. It is like your pets are like. Sorry, is this the is Baghdad being taken? Because it it it's it's very intense. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. also like if anyone has lived in a war zone or has any first hand <laughs> experience, PTSD. Well, it's like yeah. proper PTSD triggering, and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I could take a leave fireworks. They're pretty cool, but whatever. I I, I am always surprised that there aren't at least a few pets that like fireworks. Like I don't understand yeah. why it's just like a general. Oh no, but like the dogs. I was like, no, but surely there's one dog who's like that's deadly. Yes, you know? <laughs> real sick freak. Like the sky is going wild. Yeah, yeah. Like why are they all scared? But they hear so many noises, you know. And Bertie loves fireworks. It's like how chocolate's meant to kill dogs, and my old dog <laughs> wasn't killed by chocolate, but ate like a full pack of Ferrero Rochers wrappers and all, and was like, cool. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he was fine he's not anymore he's dead now maybe that's how he died but it was like a, a long onset I, I know someone whose dog broke into their easter egg stash unwrapped them all and ate all the easter eggs like unwrapped <laughs> you've them. just got to stand and applaud them like that's yeah you can't give out to a dog for that mm. No, 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 no. I, on your ages ago, asked about bad New Year's Eves. I once mm. did a kid's party on New Year's Eve. No, really? Yeah, and oh, I arrived... Like, but like at a kid oh, at like four o'clock. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. In my ass, like, it was you until midnight corralling <laughs> kind of almost drunk four-year-olds. <laughs> it was at like, I think it was like seven till nine or eight oh, till wow. ten or something. Because they were like having this big party and all the adults like put to get money together and were like, can you guys just look after the kids for two hours so we can just hang out? It was a really cool idea. But they insisted at the door that we have some punch. Usually I'm like, I'm not, I don't drink until after the party because I'm like, it feels weird to be drinking when you're <laughs> looking after a bunch of children. But they were like, we will not let you in the house if you don't take a glass of punch. And we were like, yes. okay, cool. So then we had this great time, like partying with the kids. It was really fun. And then afterwards... They were like, "Do you, if you guys want to stay and like party with us, you're so welcome to. We'd love you to." 
And I was like, yeah, cool. But then the person I was doing the party with, she was like, I've got to get home to my husband. So then I was like, well, okay, I'll get the tube with you. Got the tube with her. Then I went home and I was in bed by 11 and it was the saddest New Year's ever. I should have stayed. Always stay. And sorry, and Will, sorry, what was your, what, what were you, like, were you dressed as time or did you come I think dressed I was just dressed as Kronos? <laughs> <laughs> the last titan of <laughs> I think I was just dressed as like fun party will so loads of pipe cleaners and stuff and like jazzy trousers and, and stuff like that what about you guys any terrible new years Hugh did you accidentally have fun one new year and it ruined everything what any I mean I, I do like the last time I think I was actually excited about a new year's was I remember we were away for a, for a sun holiday over new year's and I was with um, my cousin and friend of the podcast Philippa actually and um, and that was very exciting and great fun because it was the millennium as well and we all jumped into the pool at the stroke of midnight and that was great and I do remember the parents sort of saying oh you know maybe we should do it a little bit earlier just so we can do it and then you know if you're still up and we said no absolutely not we're doing 12 <laughs> o'clock but yeah I think the parents and I have, have crossed paths in the 21 years since where they now want to stay up later and and I want to, uh, yeah, just, just, again, bed. if there was a swimming pool to jump in, I probably would, but yeah. it's, it's just the millennium was a good one. We, like we're lucky a couple of generations that were able to live through the millennium. That was exciting. That yeah. Way. We hit it at a good time as well. You know, young age where the, the childish wonder was still there, I suppose, you know, I think, yeah, I certainly, I certainly, I, I definitely had in my early twenties, definitely, uh, a few pretty ropey New Year's where it was just, you know, get absolutely tanked, then head into town, just see what happens. So I was definitely at least once removed, not physically, but verbally, quite sternly, from I think the, what is now the Academy, maybe, on Abbey Street. What did you do? Uh, I think, I, think I, 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 I got into some Christmas lights and decided... <laughs> I decided to either debulb or rebulb them or something. I don't know. I was locked. I was locked. I was propped against a wall and I was just like fid- fiddling with them. They kicked me out. And then there was a second back door. On your own. On my own. Yeah, yeah. Just in there doing some other electrical people, Other people were somewhere else in the. Yeah, exactly. Then there was like a back door that led to a set of stairs that you, I think basically like the, the, the upstairs could be accessed. Basically, you could leave once you got upstairs inside the club you could leave through this door mm. there was no handle on my side of the door to, to get back in but I eventually like got my little got my little nits in the cracks and managed to like get just like like work the door open and I went back in again uh, and then of course I went straight for the lights again and they were like hey you and then uh, got me out again Connor unfortunately yeah. you're you're so easy to spot I know I know I know but yeah, so that was that was definitely a pretty ropey New Year's for me mm. in retrospect. But I guess <laughs> story to tell. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, fun fundamentally the irony, of course. Sorry, the irony of 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 me coming out strong against New Year's is probably over the history of all of my New Year's is I probably actually haven't had a bad one. Like in real terms, they might have been a little underwhelming. But actually, once you calibrate correctly, once you're like, okay, tonight is dinner with friends, or tonight is a big party. Or tonight is we're going to town. Once you're like on board with whatever that is, then you're like, great, we had a great night. It doesn't really matter, you know. Whereas I think maybe maybe when you find yourself, so especially the town ones, if you go in, you're like, yeah, you're asking for trouble this then. Shite. No, and, and it's like you know what I mean. You're you're. It's just like you just, once you get your once you get to, to be honest, honest, I think I agree, and I think that what you need to have is yeah, you just need to know what you're doing. You need to have a plan because mm-hmm. otherwise the the as you say the big moment of the night is mm. so far away yeah like i remember one time i'm so brief yeah i'm so brief i remember one time i was uh i was i remember one of the games when then um, manny pacquiao was fighting floyd mayweather and i'm not particularly a boxing fan but this was like in theory the match you know the fight to you know decide everything and now it happened about three years too late and was a damn squid but someone invited me over to their house to watch it and i said yeah great it was on at 5am, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I think we agreed that like we'd meet up and we'd play poker, and then like at whatever stage we'd, we'd get to the fight, that, yeah. but like I think I went to another poker night before that, 
Then I went and met some friends and then I went on to that and we're still just like, Jesus Christ, it's 20 past three. And, you know, <laughs> we're into hour or whatever. So I think that's obviously New Year's, you don't have to wait that long. But it's that mm-hmm. thing of like, yeah, you need to know what you're doing. Because otherwise, if you say, let's have dinner at seven, you know what I mean? Like, no, you got to be meeting at nine. Yeah. you got to be like, yeah. we're going to dinner at nine, a late dinner, a glamorous late meal. Uh, you know who I think, uh, you know, again, should be, should be taken out and shot? People who want to meet at six. Or whatever. If it's eight, eight o'clock, eight o'clock is standard. Eight o'clock should be a crowd pleaser. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, if you were on time at eight o'clock on, yeah. Hugh, you are such a grinch about timekeeping, isn't he? <laughs> I, well, I, We're to be honest, talking. This whole episode is about the importance of how time passes and the particular way it does. And then suddenly, oh, Hughes, you refilled with me today to talk. What does it matter if it's ten fifteen? <laughs> this is this is why impeccable is, on you there. <laughs> this is why you're always early at parties and have to talk to people uh, sorry, next door neighbours. I'm not early. I'm on time. Okay, guys, so you're invited. Say, say you get an invite to a party, not a dinner, a party in someone's house, right? How, a house party. I very much got this wrong recently. Thought it was a party, overstayed at a different party, and arrived. Oh, sorry. And then it was getting repeated, like, you've missed the starter texts, being like, oh, this, <laughs> this was like a sit-down okay. dinner for seven people. And no, so you're invited to a party, no. right? If we're talking, we're talking, you know, drinks and nibbles, right? And... Uh, the the invite says eight. What Hugh, you're arriving ten to eight, right? Like Michael Scott. Eight o'clock. Table salad. Eight o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Well, what time are you arriving to my party? Uh, it depends. It depends on what I've been doing beforehand. I'd probably <laughs> arrive at like half eight. Yeah, Connor. Yeah, Connor. I know exactly what you do. I know exactly what you do because I've had parties. <laughs> you breeze in. I don't want to say high as a kite. I'm not insinuating that you arrive. You on top on top of the world, 10 p.m. Right. Tourniquet Sh- around the arm. Shirt shirt a button lower than maybe it was when you left the house. Right. Hair hair magnificent. Drinks being bought, but he arrives in. But I, I appreciate that because you arrive and you're ready to party. Mm. Hugh arrives in eight o'clock. Big sour puss. <laughs> and, and that's a complete lie. I'll tell you, Anya, I just I, want to say, right, first of all, we all love Connor coming in with his, he also always finds a bottle of champagne, you know, and possibly drinks it and serves it to people, or possibly sprays it all over people. We don't know. As Connor says, doing a barrichello, uh, which I think what everyone enjoyed is that he makes the far less famous driver. Um, but... I'll tell you, they, like they, twenty years ago, took, as 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 fan of the pod and uh, and and former star of the pod, that is that's TM for Margaret Carter. It was I did it, but it was Mags telling people about it, where she was like, it was just Connor barricadoing a bottle of Spart- uh, prosecco in the. Oh, do you know who's glad that I arrive at eight o'clock? The person who's having the party and no one shows up for an hour. the door. If, if I invite you for dinner. Realistically, you know, you're going to be away a while for the main course. So, to be honest, you know, give it 15 to 45. You know what I mean? Just, just yeah. don't worry about it. Oh, even the whole eight for half eight. I'm like, what time do you want me to yeah, Because eight for half eight means dinner is a half yeah. eight. Eight to 8.30 is like registration. I know. I, I know. genuinely think, okay, listen, parties are a different thing. But, I mean, there are people who would show up late. I don't think if you're... Yeah, if you're drinks, nibble, stuff like that. But if you're having a dinner yeah. and you give someone a time and people breeze in however late, tell me what time I'll be there. I just understand how time works. Well, I, well, I started to do now. Most <laughs> I have respect for people who are hosting well, things. Well, I don't think that's accurate. You, I don't think you can argue when you know that every time you've turned up early, it's been like chatting. I don't in the turn up early. I yes, turn up on time. Context. Yeah, but you're not able to read human cues. What yes. time do you want me at the party? Eight o'clock. And, and they're at eight it. o'clock. Yeah. 2037. Yeah, you can't, I need you, you there from 2037. <laughs> I have, a, I have a really, really dense web of entrances and exits, and I think you're just perfect. You just come in at 2037, then you'll just... See, uh, Hugh, do you have a good grasp? I don't really have any concept of the passage of time. So say, say you're invited to a party at eight, do you know exactly how long it takes you to get ready and to get there? Like you yes. Can't get that out. See, I think it takes me an hour to get ready. It doesn't. It takes me bang on two hours to get ready. I'm doing the full works. I'm doing the full so works. So you know the full that, show. and yet you yeah. never yeah. apply it. Like, that is such... 
and I appreciate this is going to sound like an insult, animal stupidity. I would argue that it's machine stupidity for you to arrive at eight o'clock when you know every time you've turned up, someone has said, God, you arrive early. This is an early time. It's a weird time to arrive at a party. Surely you would adjust like Anya doesn't, but neither of you do because we're humans and let's just enjoy it and sing old language. I was at a party. I was at a 21st party. And I remember when I was 21 as well. Please tell me this is when you were younger. And uh, I remember being there with the birthday boy and a couple of other people and I remember his dad said to him should we cancel some of the food because clearly people aren't coming and I was like well Hugh blew up the balloons at my 21st because he was there so early god I don't remember that at all uh, Hugh and just try to work a little bit harder on this answer if, if, you, don't, if you don't mind I just, I'm really afraid I'll talk this conversation again uh, what's your dream New Year's Eve <laughs> And when I say work a bit harder, I don't want you to say in bed by eight. <laughs> like a good, yeah, a good dinner with people that doesn't have any relation to the fact that it's New Year's and just happens to be on that. And you have a okay. great old night. You get a few games, a few tunes afterwards, goes on till whatever hour of the morning and great. And yeah, if you want to stop at 12 o'clock, we can all say that. But then we move on with what is a good night. So like you know? every New Year's Eve party. Brief stop at Oh, time. sorry. Every New Year's Eve party is amazing, is it? No. Will, what are you doing? Fantasy the years. You can go anywhere in the world. You can do anything. What are you doing? It would actually... It, it was going to include Hugh up until very recently. It has included Hugh. Yeah, and I didn't realise how much you, you weren't in the room and just wanted to go to bed all the time. Those nights were fine because we weren't concentrated on the fact that it was New Year's counting down to 12 o'clock. Oh my god, that's such a stupid thing to say. Obviously, you're not. Is this is like Connor earlier saying that you're concentrating on New Year's Eve for 364 days of the rest of the year? No, it's concentrating on it. It's just a nice part of the. A night. nice party that you can have on any other night. You don't need to have it on New Year's. So you're going out having other parties, are you? Okay, time out. You only. Only wants to go to the toilet. Well, you only visit this country at New Year's, so that's the only time I get to hang out with you. Yeah. Also. Well, good luck. I'm never coming back. The 364 build-up proved me wrong. We'll, let's, this time next year, we <laughs> shall have a chat. Yeah. And, and I swear to God, I've planted the seed now. You're on a 364 build-up. That's what's going to happen. You don't you're, even know. all you're going to be able to think about now. Mm-hmm. From now on. That's it, you're done, you're cooked. I've got you. Hugh, do you hate the part of the birthday party when they bring the cake out and sing happy birthday because it's too much focus on the reason they're there? Everyone hates that. Well, if it's sung to me, Absolutely. And if it's sung to other people, sort of. So yes. So you'd ra- you'd rather there was no reason. There was just a, a party that just happened. Yeah. Fire off a couple of guns. I do kind of agree, Hugh, because at, oh, at, 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 at my wedding, you know, all the stuff that you're kind of made to, like cutting the cake. It uh, does feel a bit yeah. silly because somebody has just decided that's a thing that you do. Oh, it's, terrible, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Terrible to get the guards in to enforce that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say that I'll never have a wedding, but obviously there's certain different reasons for that. So Yeah, like yeah. this whole episode. Uh, Will, I'm, I'm going to move on to Connor. But I'm no, sorry, sorry. Uh, Hugh's not invited anymore. Neither's Connor. Okay. Anya, maybe. Um, so it, it'd probably be in Kerry, w- which is a, a really you know beautiful place to have New Year, and I've had it before. And we all had to stop and celebrate New Year for a minute. Oh, it was so sad. Um, but I really like it down there. I'd love my family and my partner's family to be there and have a big old extended family party uh, into the early hours. And that'd be nice. And anyone can go to bed whenever they want. Like, the whole point of New Year, in my mind, is that you can do what you want. Um, but I do, I do still believe, though, that some things that you might want to do are wrong. <laughs> Well, I love the use of saying partner because I sometimes like to do that because I think it's very mysterious because people are naturally like, mm. is it a man or a woman? Yeah. <laughs> and, I, then, and, I, and I like to just kind of, just that, 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 that jungle. I like seeing the, the cogs yeah. move. I think it feels more grown up as well. Yeah. Like yeah, we're, yeah, like but we're I, business associates. Yeah, but I, I just think it leaves sort of a little, a little glimmer of like, could be my pansexual non-binary yeah. lover. Shall I say my know? lover? Yeah, my lover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connor, what are you doing? Fancy New Year's. I know yours will be good. But I think I'd be very enjoyable to be on like a yeah a yacht in the Caribbean, mm. and just do just just basically have a very nice holiday and build in New Year's into that. You know, 
good answer. You know, good answer. Um, but Succession style nears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No shoes on the teak. Um, but uh, uh, I think for now, though, like pandemic aside, uh, I think once you're just like once you've uh, to Will's point, once you've like great people around you, like it is a night that tees everyone up for being in great form. To be fair, like everyone is like, oh, you know, like they're ready for like they've done the Christmas thing. They're now ready for one one more blowout. So it doesn't mean that like. A dinner party on New Year's. This is going to be good. Good vibes. People get drowned up. They, you know, like it's just it. It already it does tee itself up very nicely. So I appreciate I flip flop wildly from you know burying it dead in the ground through to uh, through to championing it now. But uh, yeah, it's, it's part of my mystery. It's also mm. my birthday. I can do what I like. Uh, that's fair. So uh, should we move towards the end? Do you want to give your? Do you want to take take a vote? Yeah, all right. Will, you start off. Yeah, well, I'm obviously pro. I, I didn't realise I was so pro New Year. I, I have I do have problems with it, but I so vehemently disagree with Scroogey McGrinch over here, uh, times three, that um, I, uh, I didn't, I didn't realise how much I wanted to defend it. I really like it. I like, you know, having, having times that are dedicated for that sort of thing. And um, I think it's a nice moment of reflection and they can be bad, they can be good. But it's a time to go, like, there's an end point. And, like, you know, everything is a, a cycle of life and death. The year has died, and now it's time for a rebirth. I think that's pretty cool. Okay, I'll go next, and then we'll leave it to Connor. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I feel it's probably not a surprise where I'm going on this. I mean, to some extent, I just don't care. But I also just think it's... Um, I get that anything, any party is, like... An excuse for a party it's not like a party has to be built around this incredibly deep reason for something you know like we have our birthday on a particular day of the year but whatever you know or christmas as you say i do think connor's point about there being more lore around christmas is interesting i think there's more to work with there you have presents you have a tree you have songs other than old lang syne you have all of that type of thing it'd be great um, if there were loads of new year films that you could watch. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> And I think, I suppose, ultimately, I think that you have to really, you have to do a bit of work to build New Year's into whatever you're doing. And if you're building it into a great night, you're having grand. But I don't think the fact that it's New Year's is particularly relevant to it. I mean, I'm glad that New Year's Eve exists as a day because without it, Connor would never have been born. And I do think Connor is legitimate like. But, um, that is, well, we can't decide that now because I have some questions. Sorry, yeah, we do have, have we wait till the scheduled episode on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, no, uh, waste of time, don't care about it. Uh, and uh, I think so much, this has been one of our angriest episodes, definitely. And <laughs> while I've had some of the anger, a lot of the anger has been directed at me just for being reasonable about things. And uh, no, I, New Year's Eve is not, or New Year's is not a legitimate like. So a genuine sense of of, of uh, tension here in the studio. Yeah, and Connor has gone so wildly both ways that mm. I've never played going to go. So, so, so. That's why it's so popular at parties. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All his partners. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I think for a long time it was a sort of an also ran day for me, and as I got a little older, I'm basically in more control of my ability to throw a party as well, uh, it has become more, to Hugh's point, easy to incorporate and so on. So I think in a, in a, in a strange turn of events, I'm actually going to back Will and say that actually ultimately, no. ultimately, as you get a little older, you get to decide on the lore and everything else. And uh, yeah, it's actually, I, I, it's, this conversation helped me clarify maybe I'm, I'm in the driving seat on this one and that I can't, I can't be a victim of my old opinion about New Year's and rather should just make it a special day, if that's the case. Should old acquaintance be forgot? I do just want to say on you. It was a bit obvious from the start that they were going to end up together, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like through yeah, everything yeah. it was all right, yeah. Will they, they won't they? Will they They're protesting they a bit too much here, you know. Oh, I'm just wondering for the shoot for the cover art for this, do you think we could get you guys to do the back to back looking over your shoulder at each other? Anya, you don't have a vote on the podcast. What way would you have gone? I'm genuinely intrigued. I would have been absolutely in your corner, Hugh. I think it is 
Absolute nonsense. I mean, I, I've had some nice times, but on the whole, it makes me feel really sad and kind of hollow and empty inside. And uh, that's not my usual, my usual state of being at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, 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 it messes yeah, with a, my brain chemistry. I don't like it at all. You're a sunny, you're, yeah, you're a sunny, sunny chappy. Well, yeah, it just makes me sad. I, mean, I, I, I feel like what. a piece of garbage for how angry I got. I'm yeah. like pro your brain chemistry getting messed up. No, I, mean, I, I, I just got pretty it, angry at me as well. So I did. I, I think it just it just it, 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 that time I, of year. I hate. I think it's a very introverted time of year where people get very insular and look into themselves, and that's not my vibe. Mm. So I don't want any part in it. Yeah. Mm. I think we should have a big solstice bash this year, though. Big summer solstice bash. Yeah. I I, I feel quite like it's now. Now we've just done New Year's Eve, and now it's New Year's Day because I feel hungover, and then I feel mm. shame and regret for how angry I got. Yeah, my me too. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it for me anyway. I'll leave you guys to, to bring it on home. Well, thanks, Anya. Uh, hey, Hugh, are we going to renew our friendship for the new year, do you think? That could be a New Year's resolution that we continue to speak to each other, I guess. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that we do the podcast. I mean, Will, this was... Was this our biggest argument on the podcast so far? I think this may have been our biggest argument. Um, you're right. Well, let's, let's resolve to do everything we can to remain friends. Yeah. Okay. And That's like most you New Year's resolutions, it'll be given up on the 4th of January when you realise that the gym isn't any fun. <laughs> oh, I wish your name was Jim. That would have worked so well. Connor, thank you for coming back on the podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you've had a good birthday. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah. yeah. Be Happy birthday, Connor. Happy birthday. Thank you for listening to Legitimate Likes. If you enjoyed the podcast, please recommend it to your friends who'll enjoy it too. Please subscribe and follow wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate and review us. You can now rate on Spotify, uh, so please do that if you haven't already. Find us on social media, Instagram, Twitter. We're at Legitimate Likes. Let us know what you think of the episode. Let us know what you'd like to hear next. And also join us for our partner podcast, Nihilism Now. There's no point in listening to it. There's no point in doing it. Uh, I've been I've been Will. That's been Hugh. And we'll see you in 2022. Goodbye. Happy Bye. New Year. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.